War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 192. It is February 1st, 2017. It is 65 degrees outside. It's a little too warm, but it feels good. And it's 5.33 in the p.m. It is National Signing Day or National Signing Night, whatever you want to call it right now. Uh, Auburn's class is pretty much wrapped up. There may be one or two guys that come in that not big names that you know might filter in over the next few days there's also this guy parks who would be a gray shirt for alabama and i don't know if he's a for next year so i don't know if he's officially fully signed with them or whatever but auburn was kind of trying to get him too but either way auburn's done they've got about 23 or so commit not commitments but signees including the in early enrollees uh you know jared stidham and KJ Britt, Malcolm Askew, and all those guys, they've been on campus, uh, Nick Brahms, for, you know, for this whole semester. They were announced at the, bas at the Auburn Alabama basketball game uh, a week or two ago. They're here. They're part of the class. Um, some of the recruiting rankings don't put JUCO guys like Jared Stidham and Sal Canella, the tight end, uh, into their rankings. They should. The reason I mentioned rankings is Auburn right now is, as I'm recording this, I think they had moved up to nine in the ESPN. They were about 12th or so at the start of the day. Number eight in 24-7. Rivals, who's awful, has them at 13. And Scout had them at nine earlier today, but now they're 11. And mostly that's because Florida signed about 400 people and moved up. And USC had a big haul at the end of the day, which, you know, they're always going to recruit well. Uh, but they don't directly affect Auburn, I guess, and they didn't really steal anybody from Auburn. Um, most of this class, I mean, everybody's kind of been saying this all day and yesterday. I mean, this class has mostly been wrapped up. None of the commitments were really wavering. Auburn didn't lose a commitment today like sometimes happens. Um, all the enrollees, early enrollees, six of them, and I think there were 13 commits, all just, you know, facts that are – stuff i mean it was there by nine o'clock i think everybody but one had put had sent their stuff in now then there were some people who were surprises truesdale who was picked uh he was picking between us and florida sounded like florida wasn't even really on the table but he wasn't technically committed to anybody he committed early this he signed early this morning giving auburn one more than they already had um and then uh, there was a guy from Lafette. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Jatarvius, something like that. I don't know. He's an athlete, quarterback, something like that, wide receiver. Just athletic guy. He was a two-star, but he was also the 2A player of the year. So he's probably one of those um, unheralded guys that, that will probably show up somewhere on the field. Um, and then the only surprise, I guess you could call it, of a guy picking, you know, picking Auburn today, um, who definitely could have gone elsewhere, was Markavius Bryant. He was uh, originally strong with Georgia, and then wanted to go. His mom wanted to go to LSU, so he's kind of leaning towards them. And then he said today he woke up and wanted to go to Auburn. And I was reading about, you know, what his thoughts were, and he basically just said there was a big bond between him and the defensive line, uh, Marlon Character, I mean, excuse me, Marlon Davidson. Um, 
bunch of those guys just he really felt at home when he he, he visited a long time ago i remember a picture of him fishing at malzahn's pond behind his house and they called him a fish i don't know what it was a bass probably but he just said he felt felt it stuck out to him the whole recruiting process even though he was strong with georgia and lsu at one point but um, LSU had a big day, bigger day than most expect. I think they were top six or seven. Georgia's paying everybody. They're, they're number two in pretty much everybody's rankings. They were number one in scouts' rankings a little while ago. Um, I'm not sure what people are thinking. Uh, I'm not sure what there's – I mean, I know Georgia is a big-time program that doesn't win a lot, um, doesn't win championships. Um, and they've got Kirby Smart, which is – Nick Saban Jr. basically, um, but I'm not sure what year two of what people saw last year. Maybe it was that they weren't good and they thought they could. And yes, I know George beat Auburn. I know that um, shouldn't happen, but I know it happened. But Georgia, you know, maybe they were selling playing time. Maybe they were selling, hey, we weren't good last year uh, by their typical standards of winning ten games and not winning anything else. But um, I don't know. Georgia and LSU definitely had good year, good classes with mediocre, right now at least, mediocre coaches. I don't think Ed Orgeron's going to get any better. I don't think LSU will be any better this year. I don't think Georgia – Georgia will be a little bit better because Eason will have a year under his belt, and so will Kirby Smart. But I just don't see them rising to a, a championship level. If you can't run the ball or do anything, or they had Sony Michelle and um, Nick Chubb and had you know very little offense this year. Auburn did not give up a touchdown to them, by the way. Remember that <coughs> an offensive touchdown. Um, so you know a lot of people probably saw this day as boring, and to some people who live by this day, and when I say and those people are the ones who live in the message boards. They probably thought today was a a little bit of a bust. Um, Auburn's pretty much ranked in the in the at the end of the day better or at the same spot as they were last year, and that was a top ten class. Top the lowest they're ranked by anybody right now is thirteen. That's rivals, and they always have Auburn lower than everybody. Always, they don't give as many stars. They have TD. Um, Tadarian Moultrie, they have him as a four-star. I think everybody else has him as a five-star. Um, so, I don't know. It, there weren't any big hat picks today other than Markavius Bryant, and that wasn't on ESPN, I don't think. So, it's just, it, it's. I think signing day is dead. I've said that for the last three or four years. People are trying to find ways to make it exciting again. Um, they're trying to you know, I saw a guy take off two shirts this morning before picking USC. It's a little ridiculous. They're, I mean, it, the people are announcing on, by, via videos now. Um, it's just, I think it's just dead. And the, the main reason is, I mean, other than it just people got tired of it, um, the, the main reason is because the early enrollees. Uh, Auburn had like eight last year. They had six this year. But, I mean, it's just they're – already here. I mean, honestly, other than like Marcavius Bryant and Calvin Ashley, Auburn's really only lone uh, consensus 
five star. Uh, I mean, other than those guys, the early enrollees are probably the biggest names. I mean, if we saw Jarrett Sidham pick an Auburn hat today, or uh, Nick Brahms, or KJ Britt, we saw any of those guys pick an Auburn hat today, you'd be you'd be thinking national championship next year. Some people, the people who need that to, to feel successful. Uh, but they're already here, and I know that's boring. I know you wanted a day of, you know, sneaking off and watching an announcement on your phone and hoping he picks Auburn. But, you know, those days, I think, are gone. I mean, even by Alabama Sanders, they, they, they got two or three people that picked, um, that, you know, decided today. And, but other than that, it's just, that, that's just boring. I mean, the last few years, that Alabama's been done by like 10.30. Auburn was done pretty much by 10.30 today. Um, and it's just, you know, we've got our guys, no drama. That's what Gus kept saying today, there was no drama because it was done. That doesn't mean it's bad. Exciting does not always mean good. If it's done, the end result is what you want. You want a good class. It doesn't matter if they take their hat off, take a hat off, take a shirt off, or pull the dog out from under the table. All you need is the end result, and Auburn's end result is good, very good. Top ten. So uh, I haven't seen too many people complaining. I mean, the Markavius Bryant thing was a surprise to some people, and I think that got a little, a few people, you know a little more positive because it gave those people that need to see those kind of things what they wanted to see but people who can actually step back and just look at the list and not how many hats did we get today uh, they realize this is a good class and th the thing is it is what auburn needed auburn the only thing auburn needed last year what was that tell me right now i can hear you talking they needed a quarterback that was not hurt Sean White was fine. I would be fine if Auburn played, if Sean White played quarterback for Auburn all next year. If he took every snap, never got hurt, and that was it. Because when he's not hurt, he's one of the SEC's best quarterbacks. I saw at lunch today, I was watching the SEC Network, uh, Greg McElroy listed the top five returning quarterbacks. Um, I love Jake Bentley and all, and he is a great quarterback. He's from Opelika, and that's awesome. And whatever, but he had he was listed as the third best returning quarterback. We're talking about uh, he should have been a senior at Opelika this year, played half the season or so, and he's the third best quarterback the SEC has right now. He's good. I'm not taking it away from him, but that's the SEC, the best conference in the nation's third best quarterback. The best quarterback they had was uh, Mississippi State's. You know that team that won like five games this year? Six, I guess, if you count the ball game. Jalen Hurts was number two. Uh, Arkansas was number four or five, and then I can't remember who was down there. But that is a pretty – oh, Jacob Eason was in there somewhere. That's a pretty easy five to beat right there. Sean White could beat that if he's healthy. I just don't think they have him – even considered because they're pretty sure Jared Stidham's going to get the starting spot. Now think about Jared Stidham against those names. Who would stand up to him? You can say Jalen Hurts because, I mean, you can't say him really 
because all he does is stand back there behind a wall of five stars and then see when nobody's open or he doesn't want to throw an interception and runs wide open through the field. That's his athleticism, running through an open field after five stars and giving you 10 minutes to look around. There, I mean, I'm props to Greg McElroy for not putting him number one, but he's not that great of a quarterback. He's a good athlete running around. I think Jarrett Siddham's going to be, be better than all those. I think Sean White is as good as any of those. Nick Fitzgerald was number one, by the way. I said that. Mississippi State. He's good. He's, he can run. But they won five games. Um, but anyway, Auburn addressed needs way before today. They needed a quarterback that would not get hurt. Again, I don't care if it's Sean White playing. As long as you've got a backup, that's very good. And they... If, if Jarrett Sidham gets hurt, and Sean White's good enough to come in. If, John, if Sean White gets hurt, Jarrett Sidham's definitely good enough to come in. That's all they needed. We filled in, we added some depth to defensive line, which is probably our strong suit. We added a four-star linebacker, which is awesome. We got like one wide receiver, two running backs, because we got 100 wide receivers last year, and a few of them redshirted. I mean, all the needs are filled. Of course you want to see every five-star on the board pick you, but not everybody's going to get that. Maybe one team. But, you know, we're just going to have to weather that storm for a little bit. But anyway, I think we might do a live chat tonight. I don't know. This is just, I mean, this isn't a very exciting day. I mean, it's, it's a good day, but like I said, it doesn't have that excitement that signing day used to have. And I'm fine with that. Let's just get the hay in the barn and go win some football games next year. All right, that's it. Boggle spot. Number 192. Done. War Eagle.